and we're live. Graham, great to have you along. Glad to be here. Just for the benefit of the people that are listening, I usually start off the podcast with clearing up a few things with guests. You know, rules of thumb, keep the microphone about the width of your fist away from the mic. Uh, if you have to cough, you know, lean away from the mic and cough, get yourself comfortable and all that jazz. So I was explaining this to Graham and of course, uh, Graham starts telling me about how he was on Ireland AM and all these other productions, so he's, he's kind of well used to it. But, Graham, you mentioned... Was it Ireland AM you were on? Don't get me in trouble again now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally going to get you in as much trouble as this as I possibly well, can. It was Ireland AM. What was the story with Ireland AM? Um, Why did they have you on in the first place? Um, talk about Ram, the race across America. Okay. Yeah, so they got us on, um, I think it was the day before we left, just to have a chat about it. Yeah. Yeah, but he brought up something specific uh, about yeah uh, Simon Delaney. He's an absolute gentleman. He's he's he is what he, he is on TV as well, which is I suppose is rare. But um, uh, yeah, he just uh, we were talking about the whole thing, and then th- I think the nearly the, the reason why they got me on was well, me and Declan. But part of it was obviously the race across America, but it was the juicy bits as well. It was the the pregnant wife about to give birth and me swanning off. <laughs> As you do <laughs> to ride my bike, but uh, no, yeah, we were just saying, um, uh, putting my foot in it. I always seem to do it, but he kind of said during the race, if your wife goes into labour, like while you're over there, you're going to have to come home, aren't you? And I was kind of like, uh, and he goes, you will, you'll have to come home. I said something, I don't know where I came from, but I said something like, well, I'm not a doctor nor a midwife, so I'm no use to her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the camera cut to him and he was just like, oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> and he wished me luck with my wife, not with America by the time I got home, so. Right, well, getting, getting back to America. Yeah, um, the hell that was. The hell that was. I'm going to skip back a little, and by a little, I mean a decade or two. Uh, I know you 20 odd years, and when we were growing up, Similar to myself, you, you you played a bit of hurling, you know, you were, I suppose, as athletic as any athletic person of our age, and then, you know, skip forward a, a wet week and you're doing, you're racing a, a bicycle across America and it's professional level stuff and it's it's not for the faint hearted and it's no. intense and it's, it's all the rest of it. I don't remember you even having a bike when we were kind of growing up, so <laughs> when did the first bike come along? Or when did, presumably you have to be kind of fascinated with bikes to, to even contemplate doing something like Ram yeah I, 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 was, I was thinking of this myself when I was growing up there genuinely I, I didn't know there was such a thing as bike racing I definitely didn't know there was a club in Navin it was just complete different circles if you weren't in that circle you were you know I suppose we were all locked in the gas circle um, so I never knew about bike racing but I, I just I started watching it on the TV and I was well, I was living in Australia and I was moving home and a fella pulled up alongside me in a really flash bike, and I said, right, I'm buying a bike when I get home. And that was the first thing I did when I got home. Got a job and bought a bike, and started then. Yeah, but like most people who get the idea I into their head to buy a bike, go into Halfords and buy a bike, I, and it's a piece of shit. I and know, I know. I, yeah, I was only home about a year. Yeah, I think I had the bike about a year, and I decided I wanted to cycle around Ireland. Okay. Myself. Um, so at your leisure or in a race? No, or? at my leisure. Well, in seven days was the was the goal. Okay. Um, and then a couple of people said, "Well, then you should do it for charity." So I ended up doing uh, myself and my now wife Macaulay and uh, his girlfriend Claire. 
Um, we're sponsored a van and off we went. A cycle around Ireland, it was 180, 190 kilometres a day, which which is was massive back then. Yeah. But it's nothing. Do you know, like, I, fast forward five years and I I did the same in two and a half days, which was which was a race then, do you know, as a two-man. But this was just, I don't know, I seem to just do stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the bike, you get into the cycling, you did the race, or you did your own personal cycle around yeah. Ireland with the best yeah. sponsorship and like at that point had you been doing triathlons or no no so what was the next step from just having done that um, that was 2000 and then we went travelling then after that so lost all fitness again and then when I came back from travels that's when I decided I wanted to do a triathlon okay so you did and like I've which done again tri- was a big thing at the time it it it's all stepping stones. It went from a sprint triathlon down in Dingle, or Valencia Island actually. Um, the swim was cancelled. I was never so happy in my life because um, I was terrified of it. Even though I'm a swimmer, Do you know, it's just stepping stones. You just I don't know. I'm the seem to be the type of person that needs to go on bigger every time, and it'll eventually get me into trouble. <laughs> eventually, if, yeah. if if race across America wasn't enough, yeah, but um. Yeah. So you're taking bigger stepping stones. Like you did a triathlon. What was next after the triathlon? Did you do it? Did you look to do it faster? Did you look to do a longer one? Faster and longer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and more of them. And then it was down to half Ironman. And then the next year was two half Ironmans, and a, a good racing season. And then sorry, when you say racing season, what does that mean? Just probably ten races throughout the year on bikes or uh, no triathlon. Okay. Yeah, just different distance races. Okay. And for the uninitiated, you know, a triathlon is typically swimming, running, and... A swim, bike, run. Swim, yeah. bike, run, yeah. yeah. So the sprint triathlon, which is the one I did and what everyone kind of starts out doing, yeah. Can you, do you know the distances offhand? 50 swim, 20 bike, and 5 run. So 750 metre swim, sorry, what was the bike? 20. 20k bike, yeah, and, and then a 5k, 5K run. Yeah. Up from that then Olympic is... Olympic is double that. Okay. 1,500, 40, 10. Okay. And then up from that is half Ironman, which is 1.9... 90 21k run and then the fall is 3.9k 180k bike and a marathon just to top it off nicely at the yeah, end yeah you're booked sure in anyone can do them yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I've two in for next two two Ironmans for next year for 2018 I've no re- not that I don't have an interest in them it's just it's a it's a it's a, a minor itch to scratch is to do these Ironmans okay I, I'm doing Frankfurt it's meant to be a fast enough course, so I'm doing that just to see what my Ironman time is. Yeah. Um, and then I'm doing Ironman Wales at the end of the year, which is the toughest Ironman in the world, because it's just meant to be amazing. Oh, that's just terrain, is it? Yeah, yeah. Terrain and, and sea and weather and everything. Okay. Yeah. So I think a lot of people would be familiar with, you know, doing a triathlon and maybe even starting with a sprint and going up to Olympic and maybe even doing a, a half Ironman and even an Ironman. But where did the like the race across America come from? That's been in my head. That was that was a ten year dream. That that's all I thought about for ten years. And that that's that was an existing thing. You weren't the first to do it. No, or? no. Th- we this year we did it. it was the thirty ninth year? Okay. But there was a four man team from Navin. Did it in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Okay. And it was. It was Alan Heary decided, could he pick four 
amateurs and turn them into elite athletes to race against the best in the world. So it was, I think it was an ad in a paper or something, but I had bought my bike a week after, no, not saying I would have got on it, but I had bought my bike a week after those ads were put out to pick that team. And I kind of never, not again, not that I would have ever got on, but I kind of never forgave myself for missing that chance to do the race across America. Yeah. And then five years later, I got a phone call to crew for a four-man Irish team to do the physio for them. Okay, I'm sorry, i just get you to pull that mic in a small bit to you. Um, when you say crew, what what, um, what do you mean? So it's four cyclists and 12 crew members, because it's non-stop race. Okay. So I got to crew on it, which was fascinating. And what was your part? Like uh, just I was, I was the physio. Okay. To try and get them over and back. And of the, so there's four lads doing the race across America, and again, for people who don't really know, one guy starts out and then yeah, what? Yeah, well... A quick brief of Ram is it's coast to coast. It's Oceanside, California to Annapolis, Maryland. It's non-stop. As soon as the gun goes, you get to the far side, if you can, whatever way possible. But there's there's a big, big rule book that you have to stick to. There's police and there's marshals around every single corner. And you think, how can they ma- marshal America? But they do. With an iron fist, they do. Um, hand out penalties not stopping at lights, not stopping at stop signs, drafting, overtake it, just dangerous cycling. And pe- time penalties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is there... F- I think it's three time penalties and you're gone. Okay, first and how time, long are the time first penalties? First time penalties, half an hour, second time penalty is an hour, and third, I think you're gone. Fuck. Yeah. And the half an hour, an hour, how relevant is that? <coughs> so, like, well, is that the difference between, you know, first and second? Do you know that kind oh, of way? God, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how f- how we well we we missed podium this year by twenty one minutes. Okay, so and was there another you know hundred people between you and podium podium? No, we were fourth. Oh fuck, you were fourth. Yeah, yeah. Oh sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing; it's really not sickening at all because like we stopped up the top of Wolf Creek Pass and took photos of each other for, I'd say twenty three minutes. John, we genuinely did, but it, it's eight and a half days of racing it's too hard to keep game face on the whole time your crew are dying they're like they are literally dying in front of you I crewed on it I think crewing is nearly harder than well not cycling a two man team but a four man <laughs> team it definitely is um, so Joe they, they had to have a few bits and then a couple of times we had to stop all together and have a couple of chats and when things were going horribly wrong and kind of a bit of a regroup and we were losing time every time we did that our changeovers were like so in the grand scheme of things we were the first ever Irish two-man team to attempt and finish it. We finished it. The goal achieved. We missed the podium by 21 minutes, but it, it, I thought it would kill me, but it's, it just doesn't. Were you surprised to get that close to the podium? If no, you, if no. We had full intentions of of going for it. Um, so you weren't just finishing that? No, but, but, you, can, <laughs> but you, can't, uh, you can't go over there with any... Like, the, the, the winning team had both done it solo before. They said that they were going for the two-man record. So, best luck to them. Um, yeah, endurance cycling is funny that there really is no kind of begrudgery because it's so difficult. You you would you'd help a rival on the road while you wouldn't in bike racing or triathlon. So you'd fucking nudge them into the ditch if you had a chance. But in endurance cycling, it's just so hard, and your your crew could be left stranded in the middle of the desert, and you're going to be relying on a friendlier crew to come along and help. It it really is. 
I won't say a family, but it's a, it's real close knit. Um, yeah. Especially when you go into the solos, but the two mans as, as well, especially. Um, there was nothing but camaraderie and, and, and helpfulness amongst us and the other two man teams while crewing before for four man. But oh, shit got nasty a couple of times with other teams, do you know? And what was the difference between the two and the four? The four is deemed not as hard, so yeah, you don't get as much of a digger. Yeah. Yeah. And then you say were saying was it twelve people supporting four riders, so how many people were supporting you? We had nine. Okay, so and like again for the for the uninitiated, myself included, what the fuck would nine people be doing helping two people so cycle? We have a camper van and a follow car. Okay. There's always one bike going. So you leapfrog over and back, over and back. So And what way does the changeover work? So say I, I have a driver and navigator in the car and they give me the directions the whole way across America through the mic. And they're protecting me from other cars behind. And sorry, you said through the mic, so you've got a headpiece? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Walkie-talkie. So I have my driver navigator, say, and then Declan had his driver navigator. So the car's behind me. I'm doing an hour stint. Declan's up the road. He jumps into the RV, drives up the road, picks a spot. We pass. Declan's on the side of the road waiting to go, and we overlap wheels. And then we're gone. And then Declan is gone. And then I jump into the camper van and I loop. And then he has his crew behind him in the car. So they have to keep changing over because they can't drive straight for eight and a half days. So they were kind of doing five or six hour stints. Um, And then they jump in to the camper, sleep five, six hours, and then back in to do their stint again. And how long are your stints as a cyclist? How long are you on the bike for? This was the trouble. Like we, We had plans to go to Spain or somewhere and do a bit of warm weather training. We never got the chance to do it. It got to... 49 and a half degrees in Death Valley in the Mojave Desert so we ended up having 49 49 and a half yeah to me that's too hot to just stand in yeah it's the hottest hottest ever recorded record was the Mojave Desert and that was in Death Valley and we were cycling alongside it and is there there's nothing there's not so much as a cactus died behind but even even worse than that, if you were standing still, it wouldn't be as bad. But you is there like a, a not a wind chill, but is there a wind burn as such? Because you're you're it, you're motoring along. Like what kind of speed are you doing? Even wind, it's just it it's just an oven. I, I've heard of it, like I crewed in it before, and I remember getting out of the camper van in Borrego Springs is where you first meet your crew, and it's just terrifying. It, it you can't like it, that's where everyone starts to falter. Seventy like, percent of two mans don't. Finish. Um, Sorry, I'm just going to reach across you and pull that in a small bit. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, 70% of two mans don't make it out of the desert. So it was just a case of trying to get out of the desert alive. And how long did it take you to get through the desert? Or what, uh, like how many kilometres into it does it... Two days... De- um, so, sorry, I, I'm going to jump back to the start. So, you're over... Like, presumably you didn't, you know, land in the airport and, you know, drive and then someone went, go. So, uh, were you there a week before, no, a day no, before? No, no, um, Heavily pregnant wife um, limited my, my, my pre-race time over there. Um, so, we were only two days. And it's, it's an awful lot of work to get done. You know, such as what? Um, pick up the cars, go to three or four different registration meetings, crew meetings. Um, then you have to kit out all the car with safety stickers and your numbers and badges and stuff. And then all the safety equipment and then they have to be checked. Um, By race officials? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. 
Um, so there's a massive amount of work to do before it. We did cut it very, very fine, but had to be done. So the first two days, first day was going through, getting out of California. Um, this over, is of the race? Yeah, over the mountains. I'm sorry, are you, is the is it staggered? Yeah. Like many people can um, compete in this. Oh, God. Might be a hundred teams of okay. eight mans, four mans, two mans, solos. Okay. Um, and we were the first off. Out of everyone? Yeah, because we were... Um, Ard's team Ardstone Homes Tato Park so A and we were the first so the two mans go first anyway oh, okay. we were the A of the two mans and uh, that's we were only talking about last night um, in the pub but uh, it, it's something that'll stick forever it was just like the national anthem the, the American national anthem played you know the patriotic yanks they love it but uh, that was played um, police escort in front of us hundreds if not probably a couple of thousand people all around all the other teams waiting buzzing to go off national anthem goes countdown and then sirens go off from the bikes police bikes and we go off on the bikes and it was just after that it was all hell <laughs> those, <laughs> Start off those, those three seconds were, were amazing because uh, it is like it's a it's a worldwide it's the event. world's toughest bike race officially the world's toughest bike race Fuck, okay, and have yeah. many other Irish people even done it aside from the, that other four-man There's team? There's a couple of eight-mans and a couple of four-mans have done it. And you and, sorry, who's your... Uh, Declan Brazel. And the you two guys were the first Irish team... Two-man Two-man team, team sorry, yeah. to, to complete. Yeah. Fuck, congratulations for that, if nothing else. Cheers. So, you all set off... Um, who went first, as a matter of interest? Uh, well, we both did, but Declan... Then I left him and jumped in the car. Okay. And I suppose that was kind of a sign at the start of everything that could have went wrong on Ram. Like it's impo- it is the impossible race. The heat, the climbs, the, logistics the deprivation, even. the hallucinate everything. It's just you don't need shit going wrong on top of shit. And that's exactly what happened. So the first forty miles were unsupported. The deck went off, had a puncture repair kit, a spare tube, got a puncture, stopped, replaced it. So when we were first and then went down the road again, another puncture. We had to wait, try and get back to him, but another team gave him a spare tube. So by the time he met us, we were last place. Now, it's only there's eight and a half days left to race, and it's only the first couple of hours calmed down, but it just kind of... Oh, shit went on over the days. It just Everything that could have went wrong did go wrong. Um, I remember, did somebody tell me there was an incident? Somebody, did somebody reverse something into yeah, something? the bikes. The bikes. Well, the, the first night... So we caught up and we started putting in ground to people, but it was the heat was just oh, it was unbearable. Um, and you're kind of going, "Oh, this is okay. I'm in California, enjoying a nice bit of heat. It's lovely." And then you hit a climb, and it's just, you just, it's madness. Just the sweat dripping on the road and everything. Um, my first stint, I did the changeover with Declan. I'd say I was on the bike about thirty seconds, and somebody had put a box of nails on the road. And I cycled straight over them. Now, how I didn't get a puncture, I don't know. But that, that that sounds like sabotage. I, I, yeah, I think it is. I think it, you can't it's a very strategically placed box of nails, just about two feet along, right along where the cyclists have to cycle. And presumably, there's loads of shit in this. Like it's it's the the cheating in it is it is renowned. It's like, but and I say this, and I swear on. My son's life, we didn't steal an inch during that race because none of us are like that. And, and, and how do people? Um, 
throwing cyclists into the car. So the tracker is in the follow car. Okay. So you can put your cyclist into the car, hope that nobody watches, or you're going through a stage where there's no marshals there, fresh rider up the road for half an hour at cycling pace, or a little bit faster cycling pace, and then throw them out up the road, and up you go. It happened when I crewed in 2012. There was a four-man Spanish team, a Portuguese team, and one of the lads refused to cheat. So we kind of noticed that we passed these lads and then we passed them again and then we passed them again but they had never passed us and we spoke to another team about it and they were like yeah they they never overtook us but we've overtaken them two or three times so they were doing that they were putting in the car up the road and then throwing them out fresh as daisies sneaky bastards I know I know so one of the lads refused to cheat so they dumped him on the side of the road in the desert with his bike no bottles of water (laughs) and he, he got picked up two hours later by marshals and was had to be driven to Annapolis to the finish line. Yeah, he was offered a free place uh, on how many times he wanted, just with be, be a, an for honest the honour of yeah. what he did. Yeah, so it, it, the cheating is rampant. And what's the, what's the motivation of? of, of never, I, there's I no prize money. Like. There's no nothing. It's just a medal. It's a hard earned medal. But I, I just I don't get. It. I don't know. I don't know. It, but you, you'll cheat and everything. People say, oh, we should have a clean Olympics and a drug, drug Olympics. You guarantee somebody in the clean Olympics is going to cheat because they want to win. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. but it, it boils down to the type of person you are then, whether you can sit at home. Like, my medal is framed, it's in the shop, and we all know we didn't take an inch. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, everything was thrown at us, everything. But we, we raced an honest race, and the legs just weren't... Well, not that they weren't good enough. We would never won it, but if everything didn't go wrong, I, we would have came second. And I'm sure of that. In order to physically be capable of, of doing what you did... It's not just mindset. Like, there's obviously a certain amount of mindset that has to go into it, but like I, I would be very determined. And if there's anything that's physically possible for me to do, I'll fucking do it. Yeah. But if I hopped on a bike and tried to cycle all the way across America, I physically wouldn't be capable of doing it. So what kind of goes into getting to the physical fitness? Yeah, well, I suppose we, 2015 we did the race around Ireland together, myself and Deck. So that's Europe's toughest bike race. Okay. So we did that. We uh, So it was about 20 hours a week training. Just solid biking, biking, biking. Um, we finished third that year, but we still have the third fastest time. We would have won any year previous, and we would have won any year since. <laughs> just I tell you, if if I fell into a what's that? If I fell into a bucket full of tits, I come out sucking my thumb. <laughs> um, I just we've no luck at all. Um, so that record still stands. We're still third fastest. Um, it was just a freak year, but that first night Declan had a bad crash. Um, if it was me, I don't think I'd have finished the race. He's a hardy bollock, so he did finish it. Um, but it would that it did definitely cost us a few hours on the road, right? Um, then back to fast forward to Ram. Then twenty mm. hours a week training again. And um, like when you say twenty hours a week, like is that like that could be four, five two hour stints? Four on a Saturday, five on a Sunday, and then hour ninety minute stints, um, two or three days or twice a day biking morning and evening and. And do you do uh, let's say? Hill repeats, like, will you go to a steep hill, cycle up to the top? I do, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do because I've always done it and I love doing it. Um, I love climbing, but it wasn't really on the plan as such. And what do you love about climbing? That's the more difficult I aspect of it. it. I love it. Like most people, normal people. I, yeah. Well, would, you know, like going down the other side. I know, but <laughs> I, I, I'd go over something before I'd go around it. I, I just love climbing. Right. Love and climbing. is that a, is that a, a love it's of hardship thing. or... 
probably and and I suppose cycling's very boring. Endurance cycling's very boring. It's find your pace, keep your pace, and hold it for eight and a half days. Yeah, but, but <laughs> when you're cycling uphill, you're suffering, you're challenging yourself. I, I, it just takes the mind off it. There's a kind of a there's a penance element. There in, is. In it, I think I'm actually in March. The plan is I'm going to cycle the hill of tower a hundred times nonstop. Okay, so what's that up? Starting at the is it the main road up to the top? No, back down, the or? golf club side. Okay. So up and down a hundred times. And again, will that be for charity or for training it's, or both? It's or? going to be for um this is for another day podcast, but um the pylons that Airgrid plan to erect, it's to raise awareness about them because it's it's going to cut right through Tara, Boyne Valley, the ancient east they love to shite on about. Um one of them's been put right in the back garden. They're very they, they childhood leukemia, they're linked to um, nobody wants them, none of the landowners want them, so there's going to be a big all-out war, essentially, between the landowners and residents and Airgrid. Okay, so you're doing your so bit. Crack. Just to highlight what they're doing, um, I, th- sorry, the, 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 there's 278 pylons in the Republic, planned for the Republic, um, and those elevation gained is the same elevation as 100 reps of Tara. Okay. Hence why I'm doing, yeah, I'm not just fucking heading up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> really it, like, it, it, it's and a, it's destroying Tara. Like, the, the, I think from when you stand in the hill of Tara, these yokes are sixty meters high. When you stand in the hill of Tara, you can see forty-four of them. I think. Right, I think yeah. it's great that I suppose that you're that you give a shit about something enough to to promote it, or yeah, not, not, you're, not, you're not promoting it. No, it's just trying to raise awareness because people don't know about. it yeah, and I think that one of the reasons, again, why I started this is to have conversations with everyday people, but also with people who are in different, who are in, who are in different loops. Yeah. So you're in the cycling loop. So anybody who takes their cycling seriously is going to maybe have heard of you or known of yeah. you, and they'll know that you're doing this hundred rap reps. So everyone in, let's say, the cycling community, broadly speaking, will know about it. If you could get a runner to do something similar, and if you could get a boxer to do something similar, yeah. and do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we do live in our, our own little loops um, and I think it blinds us to blinds us to all sorts of things like we've had the did we have the Ryder Cup here in Ireland a couple of years ago that's the, the biggest golfing event in the world yeah. but it, unless you're in a in, golfing golf, loop yeah. you didn't know what happened yeah. and the World yeah. Rally's been here the World Show Jumping's been here yeah. and again if you're if you're not involved in any of those things you you don't know what's going on around you. Yeah, but that's 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 the the, the loops of it. Like, again, like Ram being the toughest race in the world, and you know nobody gave a shit. Yeah, so, well, no, of course. Uh, yeah. When he came home, and some people said, um, "How'd you get on your cycle in America?" And you just want to headbutt them. <laughs> S- sit down here for four hours, and I fucking tell you how <laughs> cycle it was. Um, yeah. And speaking of. Um, of that and of things, how did you get sponsorship for it? If if, if kind of no one cared, if that makes sense. Um, well, we did it for the Alzheimer's Centre in Navan. My mother set it up 20, 20 years ago? No. Okay. 25 years ago. And why, sorry, was uh, that? Her was mother died from Alzheimer's. There okay. was no respite centre in Navan, or in Meath, actually. Um, so she, herself and a couple of friends got together and decided people with sufferers needed help so they set up a, a centre and then just turned out um, I haven't met Declan then further down the line that his mother attended the centre before she passed from Alzheimer's Okay. so we did the race around Ireland for them I did my cycle around Ireland for them and we did RAM for them 
so that's you doing different events, raising money as well as awareness. It's always for them. But why did did you mention Ardstone um, and Taylor Ard's, Park? Uh, this is Declan is a planning consultant, and um, I think he's one of the the, the top planning consultants in the country. Okay, so nice he knows for Declan. he knows all the <laughs> he knows all the right people, uh, whether he has dirt on them or what I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he, he he again he he managed to get the funding for a race in Ireland, and he got pretty much all the funding for. Ram and what kind of costs are associated with you know Ram was a team going across America? Thirty grand, fuck. Because you have to pay for your cruise flights, okay. Um, hotels, they're taking two weeks out of their life. They're taking their years holiday essentially, um, to come and help you achieve your dream. Now they are getting an incredible life changing trip across America. Yeah. Um, or so we tell them till they get there, and then it's just fucking <laughs> 49 hell. Forty nine and a half degrees fucking heat <laughs> in the shade. It's absolute hell. Um, so yeah, that's and then I suppose that the race itself is, I think, to enter a two mans with six grand. Um, then and that's to pay for the marshals and the you know the whole thing. Like, is it is it a for profit? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a family uh, father and son. I think run it. Okay. Um, is Michael Shermer involved in it? No, he cycled it, hence Shermer's neck. What's Shermer's neck? How do you know Michael Shermer? I know Michael Shermer years from, he uh, runs, is it Skeptic magazine? Right, must be the same, it must be the same. No, um, it is because I've seen him at the races. Like. Yeah, yeah, so Shermer's neck, he attempted it solo before and his neck muscles gave out. They just stopped working and his chin was rested on his chest and no amount of treatment or no effort he could muster, could lift his head up. So it was coined Shermer's neck. So it's hilarious. Um, the contraptions people come up with to do it. We saw one woman, she was on her time trial bike, which you're kind of on your elbows, and they stacked a load of lunchboxes on her handlebars so she could rest her chin on the handle on the, the lunchboxes and keep going. And then generally they'd stick a rod down your back and then duct tape the back of your helmet to the rod so your head is, <laughs> is tilted up and just so you can keep going. And that's Shermer's neck. What the fuck? That is, yeah. that is completely insane. Yeah, it's just someone hits a switch and all your neck muscles cease to work. And they'll just come back whenever they want. That's Shermer's neck. Fuck. Um, Thankfully we didn't get it. We had enough shit going on. One thing I've, I've, you've mentioned to me before, um, and I'm glad you did because I don't know if it would have come up, the danger of falling asleep on the bike. It, that's that's I real. I don't know how many times I fell asleep. So the first night you're all giddy up. I got heat stroke the first night. Declan got food poisoning the third night. Um, I'd, I had never seen... We I mean, you watched The Exorcist several yeah. times together when we were, when we were younger. Um, Reagan's puke didn't have a patch on my stuff. It just, I'd say, went... People always exaggerate when they say these things. I'd say it easily went, landed about 10 feet away from me. And then I turned to the car. The lad's face were just... <laughs> and then I puked all over the car. And then I was on my hands and knees in the desert. And it just... Violent retching for hours. Hours. On the first night. And I was thinking, this is it. It's fucking over on the first night. So just to, just to get me this clear. You're on the side of the road. You know, projectile On vomiting. the desert trying to dodge snakes and scorpions while I'm puking. But Declan's flat out on the bike. Declan had oh, no I was cycling at the time sorry I was cycling and I was like okay you feel sick your stomach everything's coming up it's alright just keep cycling and get sick so I got sick while I was cycling got sick on my handlebars got sick on my so. shoe everywhere <laughs> yeah and I was thinking right okay that's alright no that's I feel better I feel better now and then slammed on the brakes jumped off the bike and just exploded 
I'm sorry, is Declan, you see Declan's asleep so De- at this Declan point, is he? asleep up the road and I was like, Fuck okay, yeah. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'll get back on, I'll get back on. And then I fell to the ground again, uh, dry retching. Um, and I just passed a snake previously on the road, so I was kind of going, oh, fuck, where is it, where is it, where is it? <laughs> uh, and then I just couldn't, at that stage, I couldn't go on. So I had to stop. Like So that was 40 minutes wasted, you know, on the first night. So Declan had to come back and start, I think, about 5K sooner than he should have. Um, and then I was thinking, no, no, he's grand, he's grand. I, 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 I can get back on, I can get, and it just started all over again. So I just had to lie down. I think I lay down for about an hour, and then Graham, get up, you're going. And that was essentially it for eight and a half days, every hour. And you, it's it's twenty four hours. Twenty four hours a day. So as fast as you can first, from start to the finish. First two days were kind of fifteen minute stints because of the heat. Um, we so were on, sorry on and off the bikes. Yeah, for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Okay. So we were dousing our uh, snoods or head buffs and jerseys in in a bucket of ice water, throwing them on, and after five minutes they were bone dry, and we were back to. It was panic of 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 the heat essentially. Mm. Uh, there's the real famous. As soon as you come out of California and drop down into the desert, it's the glass elevator. It's called, and it's loads and loads of switchbacks. And um, I love climbing, not mad and descending. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't be a technical bike handler. Um, so Declan was to do it. Um, his headset came loose, so I had to jump on my bike and go down. And I was thinking, ah, fuck it. You know what? You're you're doing the glass elevator. Just take your time and don't crash and. You'll remember this forever. So it's going back, going back, but it's, it's really dangerous with the winds. You're going and you have a, head, a tailwind with you and it's pushing you about 80, 90 kilometres an hour. And then you're taking the bend as best you can at about 70 kilometres an hour. And then you take the other bend and all of a sudden there's a headwind and it slams you to about 20, 30 kilometres an hour. Okay. And then it disappears and then you're going back to 70. And you just, you don't know what you're doing. You just, you're at the mercy of everything else and you just try and stay on the bike. And it's not as if you're covered from padding. I mean, you've, no. you've got a helmet on, but you've no yeah. knees or but elbows. Or you go over the edge, you're dead. You go over that side, it's rocked, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was like the, I don't know, the ninth or tenth switchback. And I felt the heat for the first time. And it was out of nowhere, because it was a nice kind of breeze. It was California heat. It was 30-something degrees. And then all of a sudden, and people say, oh, it was like they know, somebody opened an oven door. It was like every hair on my body and my arms. I, I, I'll never forget it. Everything just pinged up, and I knew we were in trouble then. And it was just fucking hell then. And if you for that period, you're on fifty minutes on, fifty minutes off. Just because it was too hot, we couldn't. We couldn't. Like the tires were melting on the road. Uh, that same day, Arizona airport was closed. People kept tagging me and stuff on Facebook. Um, the airport was closed because planes couldn't take on and off. Uh, Due to the heat. Due to the heat. And we're cycling by it. <laughs> That's the fucking madness of the race. And if you're, like, if it's 15 on, 15 off during the, you know, the, the ridiculous desert bit, what's what's normal for on and off again? Um, Is it time or distance? We kind of did distances, I think. Okay. Um, based around the time, actually, yeah. So we ended up doing... So the, like, you can do any time you want. Any time at all. Um, but we had kind of planned three or four hours a night, hour on, hour off during the day. But because we ended up having to do 15-minute stints during the day, hour on, hour off at night, um, it had just wrecked us. And the thoughts of doing three or four hour stints, we knew we couldn't stay awake and we knew we couldn't, we weren't able for it. So the two of us said, well, look, we'll forgo sleep for the eight and a half days and we'll do hour on, hour off. Because we couldn't stand the thought of 
being out there for three or four hours. Okay, well, which is probably the wrong decision, but well, it makes sense that you can't fall asleep on the bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very hard to explain. Like I fell asleep during race around Ireland. I fell asleep twice. Once the ditch woke me up, and the next time I was crossing the white line, and the car beeped me. The lads beat me and woke me up, and I was okay. That's okay. You, sorry, crossing. Oh, you veered out into yeah, the middle of the road. Yeah. Okay, but on race across America, it got to a stage day six, seven, and eight. I was on. I remember one time I was on a descent. I was going about seventy kilometers an hour, seventy-five kilometers an hour, and the wind got under my glasses into my eyes. And my eyes were... I had to kind of close my eyes because of the wind. The squinting kind of? Yeah, just squint. And my body thought, his eyes are closed, he's fallen asleep. And I fell asleep on a descent, 70-odd kilometres. It got to a real stage where we were kind of thinking, look, this is fucked up, you know... Pregnant wife at home, Declan's three kids, neither of us could stay awake. But it it got to a stage then, and nobody believes me, but I, I could sleep on the bike... Everything was black in front of me. And so long as nothing, no other colour came in, I'd stay cycling and I'd stay comfortable. But when another colour would come in, it meant I was veering off. And I'd ping open an eye and I'd steer the bike back on. But I was genuinely able to sleep and cycle at the same time for a lot of distance. And what's, what a lot of, what's a lot of distance like? A hour stint. Probably, Fuck. Probably 15 minutes. No, I'd say maybe say two or three minutes of that sleep cycling and then you're kind of bright eyed bushy tail then for a while the lads you'd be throwing ice cold water down your back to try and keep you awake at night and that that sounds to, to me just unbelievable I suppose it was si- it was stupid it was silly like there was one stage where Declan veered into um, veered into a, I think an oncoming truck on a on a highway and he that was when he he pulled in and he said this is just this is getting ridiculous and you think Irish drivers are bad <laughs> the Yanks are mental. To me, as a non uninitiated uh, cyclist, it, it makes absolutely no sense to me. And I, I've, I almost find it hard to believe, but it's not a subject I know anything about, so I'm willing to take your word for it. But people who are big into their cycling, is that concept of kind of being half asleep on the bike for long periods of time, is that like, would an experienced cyclist be listening to this, nodding his head, going, oh yeah, fucking been there? Like, were you expecting that, or was this all. We expected everything. Or? We expected everything, but. It was all ten times worse, but you know I, I'm sure it's the same for for others who've done it before. But no, no Irish have ever done two man, so we've no no precedent. No, but there's Class. two professional athletes from Donegal doing two man next year, two man round next Ooh. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like cycling, I think is is renowned for how competitive it is. Yeah, but not. Endurance, not endurance like, like I, I'm, I'm going to go up to Donegal and go out for a spin with Jason. Okay, um, and That's fill him cool. in, fill him in on all the the, the 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 stuff what not to do. Um, if we were to do a ramp again next week, we'd beat our time. Yes, I know we would from experience, if nothing else. Well, b- because we couldn't have that luck again, that bad luck again. Yeah, like the, the heat stroke, the food poisoning. We got a Wendy's uh, burger and chips. And because uh, we had just been eating or drinking our food for three days, um, I don't know why I just opened it. I looked at it. I took a bite out of one of the chips, and I went, "And oh, no, I can't eat it." Declan ate his, and a few minutes later, he's again. dry retching for a lot. Now he was he was gone for a few hours. 
And you, you, were, you said there that you were, you were drinking your food. Yeah, the insure stuff that you give to old people, sick people. Right. It's 250 calories, a little bottle, and it was just the easiest way to... Pure energy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Bernard Smith throwing them at me. God, he took some abuse off me. Yeah, <laughs> he's part of your crew, know, how, Yeah, he was... We, 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 would, we wouldn't have finished round without him. He was just sensational. Yeah, he I'm keen to get him on, actually. incredible. Yeah, he's... He was just... He'll fill you in on everything that, that, that went on. He was just... I, he didn't sleep for eight and a half days. I think I saw... I, I think I saw him asleep once. Um, And he just... He was just... F- just brilliant food strategy get Graham off he's fucked put Declan on just for 10 minutes he was just he called the shots he ran everything and he was a late addition to the crew and to think we wouldn't have got next nor near the finish without him is classy. he'd be a brilliant fellow to have on actually no I've mentioned it to him now he's a bit adverse to the whole idea but um go out of it he loves himself <laughs> <laughs> loves I think it'd be, it'd be a great <clears throat> plug for him <clears throat> I reckon he could get a, a couple of clients yeah. out because what? What's oh yeah, well, strength, strength and conditioning. Uh, is ultimate, ultimate conditioning. He, he's my strength and conditioning coach. Okay, <clears throat> I've used him for the last three years. Um, I actually mentioned his his business, Ultimate Conditioning uh, on Ireland AM, and I never mentioned my own shop. Yeah, um, don't forget this one this time round. Spun cycles, spun <laughs> run. Um, <clears throat> but uh, so he, the plan is then. Yeah, I asked him to coach me this year. For, I'm doing the race Donegal again. I'm doing the race. You say that <coughs> again. So it was in uh, March this year. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's the toughest through. endurance race um, in the country, but it's I think it's one of the toughest in Europe. Um, so it starts at five in the morning. You have 24 hours to finish it. Um, I came in in 17 hours, but I had to walk the last 32k of the marathon because I tore well strained my calf, Um so. I'd like to think I could do a bit better next year. But it's 23k run to start. It's all self-supported. 23k run. So sorry, self-supported is no team, no, no nothing. No help, no you outside help. You cross the start line yeah. and see it finish line, yeah. lad. Um, 23k run, 15k kayak. My first time on a kayak. <laughs> Died a death. I was, I, was now, I, was, I, I was contemplating getting in swimming because it would have been much more correct than sitting in a kayak for fucking however long and it, it's if, if memory serves me correctly it's across is it a fjord or, or what is it is it a lake or a river it's like yeah, swilly but it's I think it's part of the sea right an in, in inlet kind or bay of yeah or some, but they call something. it Swilly. okay um, so sorry 25k run and again terrain wise what are we talk oh, see that's like if you asked me to go and do 250k Around here, I'd be back in time for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Donegal is just <laughs> hell. It's it's class though. Um, um, the train is just horrendous. Um, even the kayak is bumpy. But uh, <laughs> so twenty three k run, fifteen kayak, hundred k bike. The hills are just unbearable. Um, a five k mountain run, <clears throat> but it's a mountain climb. It's they actually call it walk scramble. So you're on your hands and knees to get to the top of Muckish Mountain. And yeah, I've been f- up Muckish, actually. Yeah. And then you fall down it. It's a fucking bog for the first yeah, third of it as yeah. well. which So is a bit all your grip and all your legs are just zapped by the time yeah. you get there. So up and down to that. Go, go up, give someone your number, <clears throat> come back down. And then it's an 80k bike, even a hillier section than the first bike section. And then it's a marathon at the end. And so on the bike, anything, <coughs> if it's unsupported, you start the second bike... 
where you ended the first bike. Yeah. So yeah, your so bike you cycle to Muckish. Oh, yeah, up and down Muckish, yeah. back on your bike away with you. Yeah. And you have your bike obviously set up somewhere, so it's it's a twenty five k run and a yeah. You drop uh, your bike off. Away you drop your bike off the night before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you've um, boxes, so you might have different clothes and food in them, and they're dropped at different uh, transitions. Okay. And if you forgot anything, tough shit. Tough shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely one of the toughest things I've done. Um, swore never again. Um, but sure. Doing it next year. Again <laughs> next year yeah. so I want, I'm getting into more of the. Oh, I've loads of shit planned, but I'm getting it. I want to get into the more of the mount. I, I I love the idea of the mountain running. Yes, trail so, running. Yeah, and so I want to get into that. Um, I, if I can next year, I'm going to look at. But it's, it's a week after Ironman Wales, so I probably fit for nothing. But um, the Solomon Ben Nevis Ultra. It's a hundred k. Starts at Loch Ness. And you have to run up and over Ben Nevis, which is the largest, the highest peak in Britain, and uh, finish somewhere else. God knows where. Fuck. Um, but I just, yeah, I like the, I like the idea of the long, the, the, the long distance run and stuff. Um, there's loads of them. There's loads of these like 200 mile races and 100 mile races that are just hell through the mountains. But like, do, do you watch the Netflix Barkley Marathons? No. Watch that. I'm going to try and do that. Okay. I think it's been going for, I don't know how many years, but only 11 people have ever finished it. Fuck. Yeah. Did you follow Moab? Moab 238, I think, was the most recent one. A 238-mile run across um, America again. Yeah. No. A young one won it. Right. Yeah, she came in 20 miles ahead a second. Jesus Christ. I remember they were saying that... Uh, Some of the women um, runners are just... But I think it's great. It's it's one of the few sports that I think women and men can kind of compete side by side. Oh yeah. Well, well, it's a lot of it. I say, a lot of sports. Like what? Triathlon. I always get checked. Get checked. <laughs> always get checked. Okay, but um, no, that's a fair point. I never yeah. really thought because I've competed in a tra- <clears throat> just the one, uh, and it was obviously uh, men and women. But for. Is there is there such a thing as a professional triathlete? Oh God, yeah. And are they mixed? Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, no, no. But that's not. what I mean. No, no. But that's what like when you like you, you get a, any sport can be kind of mixed up uh, into yeah, a point, yeah. and then the main. Yeah. But like the best, run away with it. yeah. So the best female triathlete, Gwen Jorgensen, she'd she wouldn't win a men's race, but she wouldn't come last. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's still it's it's still yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But the women's races, uh, so so the, the the Moab then so and, and like Barkley, they're mixed all right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and but they're my point being, I suppose that they're at the at the pinnacle, so that they're the the best of the best yeah. of the best, yeah. and the men and women are fucking side by side, yeah. which which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, a lighter frame, and a woman mountain running. Yeah, like true. I, I, it's it's my, all about weight, isn't it? Yeah, my plan is to try and lose a bit of stone, stone and half before the race in March next year. And did you have to cut for the race cross America? No, we actually had to fatten up for the race cross America. So you have it's it to lose. So fucked up, yeah. You have the energy. Yeah. And like what? Who? Like presumably you had a nutritionist. Uh, Bernard Smith's wife, Eva. Okay, she's a nutritionist, and Bernard um, stuck with it. And what about again getting back to the race cross America? In the run up to it, are you you know, even with the training that you're doing, like what kind of calorie intake oh. are you looking at? 
training uh, yeah we had we had a food plan to stick to because it was more just exhaustion rather than kind of weight loss but um, I think on RAM we got through just under 60,000 calories over the 8 days yeah so the best part of fucking 10,000 calories yeah, a day a day yeah during the in, race in liquid form yeah in liquid form yeah. so uh, and 24 litres of fluid a day so you try that now you try that and you'll <coughs> you'll drown you'll die yeah no I've done <coughs> the I've done the heavy water intake for cutting weight for yeah. cutting weight for fights before so I have a, I have an idea um, now again it's very different because while you're doing the um, super hydration you know you're you're walking around your house all day Do you know yeah, yeah. You're, it's not as if you're you're, you're <coughs> pounding it on the bike um, of 24 litres is and how much of that I would just you couldn't get it in and every time Bernard every time I finished my stint he'd check my bottles and shout at me when I was and typically when anyone is, is super hydrating for a fight and just to give people who don't have a fucking clue what we're talking about for, for fighting say if you have to get down to whatever your fight weight is typically you'll hear the expression people cut weight before a fight so you get yourself down as light as possible by losing as much fluid as you possibly can you weigh in and people would know McGregor when he weighs in he looks like a skeleton mm. that's because there's there's no moisture in him that he can do it yeah, out basically yeah. so he's down to practically piss death uh, piss and hair yeah um, weighs in he's the weight he's supposed to fight at and then he just rehydrates over the next day or two but in order to lose that much weight what a lot of fighters do and what I did was you super hydrate so you have 4 litres the first day 8 litres the second day 12 litres the third day 15 litres the next day and you're, it basically sends your bladder into overdrive so because you're drinking that much and you're not exercising you're not sweating like, mm. and because you're drinking that much you just piss all day and you're up during the night pissing and yeah. because you have to that has to leave you so then t- what I, I can't remember the exact time periods but a, a day or so before weigh-in maybe two days you go on a fast and a, a drought so you don't take in any li- any liquids whatsoever but your your bladder is still in hyperdrive so you mightn't have drank anything yeah. for 12 hours or 24 hours and you're still pissing every five minutes um, and that Drops the weight down, and it's it's not it's 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 a ridiculous process altogether, um, but that's with with fighting. But would you, you're drinking twenty four liters, and, and you're sweating. How much of that are you sweating? Still not really pissing a whole lot either. I would, that, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah. Like how often, or and if, it was like know, the race Donegal, seventeen hours, and I pissed once. Right. Do you know? But on Ram, and you're, are you drinking all the time because yeah, it's yeah. unsupported? Is yeah. there water stations yeah. or no? No. Um, at each. Transition. There's there's water. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you're yeah, but getting you into ha- the canoe, getting out, getting yeah. on and off the bike. Yeah. Um, but in Ram, yeah, would it would have just been sweating, just salt destroying your clothes and trying to trying to keep it in. But like I remember, we'd we'd fill the bottles with ice, and within five minutes it was soup, and it was it was like it was burning your mouth to try and drink the water inside the bottle. The bottles were melting, so it's not helping you. It's not quenching your thirst. So you, the body doesn't want it, and then I get given out for not drinking it when I get back. <laughs> Do you know, it's it's just madness. Um, and then I remember just everyone. It was always Gatorade or uh, Lucasaid or fucking something. And I remember just begging him for three days straight, four days straight. Can I just have a bottle of water? And he was, yeah, yeah, no bother at all, no bother at all. There you go. And there'd be a fucking dior light in it, or there'd be a tablet yeah. in it because he couldn't miss the opportunity to get something into me. 
that you needed. Yeah, but do you think I listened to it? I gave him an awful time. <laughs> an awful time. All I wanted was a bottle of water. What's your your mood like? Because presumably when you're horrible. putting yourself... Yeah, you're horrible. not... I'd say you're a walking cunt, are you? Absolute horrible, yeah. And like, like Joe, I... I Two of my best mates, Gary and Tony, there, and ugh, I'm sure it was a cunt to them as well. Oh, no, let's say that word. Um, <laughs> I'm ju- it was, and you don't mean to be, and like they're so brilliant, and they're they're trying to keep you up the whole time. And silly stuff at night, I was falling asleep, and Tony would come on the radio and he'd say, "Mac, I have a challenge for you. Name every Aslan song in order on the Made in Dublin album," and I'd try and do it. And then next, he'd say. Now, try and do, I don't know, can you remember your one's name that you were with in Bucks when we were, fuck off, Tony, and shut up, and you just, they were kind of used to it, near, I expected it. Yeah, yeah. But you, I, I still felt like a prick for being a prick to them, but you're not, you're, you're not, not, not your, you're definitely not yourself, but you're not human. And this is what we tried to instill into them. No matter what happens us, just keep us on the bike. Yes. Because we become robots. And you do become robots. We know nothing else. We're shit off the bike. We're horrible. Put us on the bike and we'll do what we know what to do. And that cycle the fucking thing. And just, they worry about everything else and we just had to worry about cycling. And at the first couple of days we'd probably try to control bits ourselves a bit too much and then just it was exhaustion didn't allow it. And you put your trust in the crew that you assembled and... Get on with it. It was a great crew. Um... You yeah. made me think of something there when Tony, say, was asking you to, to name off the, the Azan album. Yeah. I know myself, when I'm out on a long run, say, anything past 25k, and I, I can't think straight. So I, I'd be trying to work out my time. I'd have a, something that'll come in my ear over the headphones that, you know, I've ran 25k in, in X amount of minutes, and I'd be trying to think to myself, fuck... How does that translate? And I'll try and divide 25 by 5. Yeah, yeah. And it'll take me two kilometres of yeah, running to actually yeah, kind yeah. of get That's an That's your answer. brain not functioning due to lack of fuel and um, hydration. Yes. And that's with a, you know, a, little, a little run well, from my house back to my house. Yeah. So. so I think it was day five or six, one of the lads reversed the camper van into a wall and destroyed three of our bikes. Jesus. My... Eight grand TT bike, and just on that again for the uninitiated, eight grand like is that the dearest bike in the race, the cheapest bike, middle of the road? I'd say it would have been one of the dearest, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, and then Declan's road bike, which your road bike is like, do you know what's like an artist's guitar? It's do you know Glenn Hanser still has the same you know covered in holes. It's 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 it, a snooker cue. Joe. Oh, I know what you mean. Colin yeah, yeah. Henry, or not Colin Henry, Stephen Henry. Um, his was broken in Glasgow Airport, apparently, and he'd never won a world title after it. Do you know, silly stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. your bike is your bike. Um, it's set up for you. You got a bike fit on it. You're not getting injured off it. But three of the bikes were destroyed, and we were left with my road bike because I was on it at the time, and Declan's TT bike, which and was just in a, a different rack somewhere. Yeah, or? you can't. Um, you can't climb hills on TT bikes they're, they're not designed for it you'll kill yourself on them they're not stable they're not safe they're not so they're, they're purpose built for long flat flat okay. yeah so we had to buy just by chance the one bit of luck we did have one tit to suck on um, <laughs> we uh, there's a there's a revolution cycles in Ohio Washington Ohio um, and it's open 24 hours during the race 
and we had to buy Declan a bike for two and a half grand at three in the morning. That didn't fit him. So we had to finish on that. So between losing our bikes, our TTs, our, our own road bike, um, food poisoning, didn't have too many. I don't think we had any navigational errors. Um, and does that happen? Do people struck, go off oh route? Yeah, yeah, geez, yeah. Some of them be up in fucking Vegas. You're looking at the the the, the dot watching, and everyone else is going east, and they're going fucking north. <laughs> <laughs> you, you say dot watching again, just for for uh, people. There's a tracker. You track the whole thing. So your, your friends and families yeah. can can follow you. Yeah. Is there something similar on the race? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so if your race now in it's called it, the race dot i the race. Okay, so if anyone's interested, just to Google the race.ie, yeah. all the details are there. Yeah. But come March, we'll be able to track you. Your your yeah. name, Gray Mackin, will yeah, be a and dot be a on little Google dot. Maps. Yeah. Okay, and cool. You can, you can watch the whole thing. Um, yeah. Um, Getting back to. So you finished the race recovery wise after, after Ram, like? Yeah, we had a baby nine days after I got home. How the fuck did she ever let you ah, away to do it in the first place? She's she great. must be. No, as I, I said it on Ireland AM as well, and Simon Delaney shook his head at the same time. <laughs> I said uh, Ram was booked before the baby was, and he was oh. like, will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when she you, knows when you, I've dreamt of it for 10 years. Um, when I got the call to crew it, I just opened uh, the clinic, um, and I was kind of saying, I can't, I can't. And she was the one that said, you're doing it, you're going. I'll mind the clinic, you're going. And she is, she, she's always supporting me. She, she, she'd nod her head and she'd give out. And some days I'd say, oh, I'm after signing up for, or I'm thinking of, and she'd just go, oh, shut the fuck up. But other, but I know she's really kind of behind it all. And it, it, it is a driving force um, behind the clinic and the shops. Yeah. Shop, shops. Soon, Soon shops. to be shops. Um, and it is yeah like the publicity we got from doing the race and especially Ram you'd spent hundreds of thousands to try and build that the the the, the coverage we got that that brings me nicely onto something that I didn't want to forget about and I'll bring up now on the off chance that I do again and for the benefit of the people listening before I usually start these conversations and I'm, I'm kind of finding my way in the dark myself but one thing that I've started doing is Asking them, have they got you know a link to, like let's say if if I had beef on again, Cormac O'Keefe, if he was to come back on again, or hopefully when he comes back on again, at the end of the podcast, what I'd say to him is, you know, beef, it's been great having you along. What are your links to your you know different social media platforms, yeah. or where can people find your music, etc. And I was giving you a heads up of that before this recording, just so you had. Just to make sure that I I didn't say that, and then for you to say, "Oh, I'm not on social media," yeah, yeah. or you don't have it, or you don't want to share it, and you said that you just have like your own personal. Is it a Facebook page? Facebook and Instagram, yeah. But I I I do most of the stuff through the Spun Cycles and Spun Run Facebook and Instagram and Twitter page. Okay, and that's your business in Trim, Trim obviously. So yeah. anybody in the how big of a catchment area? How far are people? Like people are traveling to you. Oh God, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, but people travel. Like the clinic, they come from Cavan, Monaghan, and when Dublin. you say when you say the clinic, like I I know what you're talking yeah, about. It's a, yeah, I I I own and operate um, Trim Sports Injury Clinic. Uh, it's a physical therapy clinic in Trim. The last six and a half years. Fuck you! Not that long. Yeah. And how long is the bike shop up and running? Two years this month. Savage. And you're actually yeah. looking f- at another unit in? Is it Navan? Yeah, we're going to move into Navan. 
<clears throat> and is that close up and trim no, or no, open no, up a second? No, no, open a second. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so it's yeah. great. Like it has just been unbelievable for the business doing all these things because if I talk to somebody about a bike or pair owners or nutrition, like they're going to listen to somebody who's done stuff that they could never imagine doing. But you, you know what you're fucking talking about. Yeah. You, you do like I mean, yeah. If you if you go into I don't know a fucking champion sports or uh, a Halford. If you go into Elvery's, there's a there's a college kid who's dying from the night before, dying to get I've, out. I've been that yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but people still go to them for some reason. But yeah. So if you're in the the greater Leinster area, should yeah. we say, and you're looking at anything running or cycling related or injury related, yeah. Trim is, the, is, trim trim. is trim is where it's yeah, at. You'll find me in the pub. Yeah, use the <laughs> use the code words off the lead and get a seventy five percent discount. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though, on the what I was getting to was you mentioned that you didn't have, you know, Graham you, you have a, a Facebook account like I have and like most people in Ireland have at this stage, but you said yourself that you don't have a Graham Mackin athlete page. So yeah. a dedicated you know, this is me, this is the races that I do. I know, I know. Not just have your friends follow you. Because for this podcast, the four odd episodes that are up have been from my own personal page. So, but I am working on, at the minute, um, a dedicated podcast page, an off-the-lead page. So I'll be able to sponsor ads and I'll be able to uh, track where my viewers are coming from and all that jazz. You told me that you've shied away from doing Uh. that so far so far uh, why can you can you explain why I that just is? I don't know I just think you'd f- feel like a bit of a tit do you have to get over yourself a little no I, if it was more if I was a professional and it was my full time job well then of course I'd have a page because you'd need one but needed for what um, potential sponsors but sure, you, surely you could get a potential sponsor without being professional or what's the difference between I mean, what you're doing and professional well, I suppose the, the difference was would be that other people are sponsoring me to do these events. But you're doing them anyway. I, yeah, in my own pocket. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, surely, surely, um, I have. You have your page, and then you get sponsorship. Not, you know, you get sponsorship. I know, I know, I know. Like if I if know. you were to approach approach a sponsor now, say, or let's say, if somebody listening to this says, "Jesus, you know, I've X amount of euros from my business that I can write off as a as a tax write off, and I'd love to support an Irish guy who's you know breaking records world worldwide." You know, I don't mean to. <laughs> what, no, you, what I, you're doing I, is incredible, like. I, but if if you were to try and if I was to try and sell you to someone, oh, I know how many Instagram followers, yeah, I or know. whatever it is, yeah. yeah, it's like every fucking idiot has kind of play a bit of lipstick has how many thousand followers? Yeah, would you believe that yeah, we were in? It's like that. Stop. What was it? Stop making stupid people famous. <laughs> well, and I I don't mean to mention this girl. Not that I can remember her name. Um on the back of you saying stupid and famous because I don't know the first thing about her but we were in a furniture shop in Talla only the day before yesterday myself and herself buying a table and chairs and the uh, sales assistant came over to us he's alright and we were like um, herself said no I was actually wondering about this table do you have it in whatever size she goes I'm not sure she went off the check and then herself kind of whispers to me no way I was like what I follow her on Instagram <laughs> and I was like no fucking way and I go what's her name the sales uh, rep yeah, yeah, the sales assistant in the shop. Oh, right. And uh, I was like, hilarious, what are the odds? Uh, what's her name? Danielle Kingsley or something like that, I think her name is. Um, 
but she so has she's, she's insta famous she's 45,000 people following her on fucking Instagram and works in it works as a sales assistant now granted I think I do think it's her parent shop or something oh, but okay, I mean right. she was right. there I know I know, I know. Y- you'd think someone with 45,000 people following them would be a, almost a professional celebrity might be the wrong word but celebrity. a professional social media person say. yeah yeah, which is sadly what people are becoming and making careers. I look more power to them, but I mean, if somebody like her, and not again, not to single out that lady in particular, I don't know the first thing about her, but bloggers in general and people with massive Google's social media followers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all these people they have massive followers know, and massive support, and they're not doing fuck all in comparison to the likes of you. I know, Ireland's a very begrudging place. Fuck the begrudgers, know, though. I know, I know. Fuck the begrudgers. I, I think. I think. I think. I have, I got. I have a good year planned for next year, but I'm not doing anything that dozens of others aren't doing. But the year after, I have a few bigger plans, and it'll be solo stuff. So I think I was thinking then maybe I think I'll have earned the, in my head, the right to have a a a, a Gray Mac an athlete page. I don't know if you will though. I don't know if you'll feel that because when you signed up to your first triathlon I, see that's the other side of it. We were talking about it last night. As soon as I do something it's done. I don't want to talk I still haven't looked at the GoPro from Race Cross America. Um I did the race Donegal in March and I only looked at my times and splits about 3 weeks ago. It's done. I I I don't like talking about it. I don't want even though we're sitting here. But like it just, it annoys me like it's done. I'm already on to the next one. I already have the next one planned. Do you know? So I don't. But your 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 you know Graham Mackin athlete page isn't for you to reflect on it. Yeah, it's for to, it's it's live. Like even with like I find it, find it with the podcast like something I I'll hopefully upload this today, and the views will spike today, and then they'll kind of peter off over the over the next three or four days. Um. And then the next time I put one on, it'll spike and it'll peter off. But the older ones, no one cares. Yeah. Do you know that kind of way? Like if if this is the first podcast people listen to of mine, hopefully they they, they listen to the next one and yeah. the next one. Yeah. But they're not going back and listening to the previous ones. That's fucking old news. Do you know yeah. that kind of way? Yeah. And I think with with your races and everything that you do and that you've done, I think it's kind of the same. I think it's just the way I kind of look at it. While others. You know, they'd, they'd. I don't know. I've just, I've never patted myself on the back for anything. No, and I, I don't think I don't think telling people what you've done is patting yourself on the back. Like if you were going on and on and on about it, people yeah. would be quick to tell you to shut the fuck yeah. up. Right? I, I, look, it's just I don't know. Is it a social? I, I'd be socially awkward at the best of times. She's always given out to me about it, but I just don't like. Dwell, no, it's not dwelling either. It's just it's done. I've done it. There's the medal. Move on. Yeah, but there's, there's but, but move on to bigger like, like, twenty nineteen. I I plan to do the deca the deck Ironmans ten Ironmans in ten days. Um, I, I you know I plan I, Channel Swim, that's in my head. I'd love to row the Atlantic, as it as probably not as a solo because I like the actual having someone else to share the, these things with. Yeah, but not in a big team because the challenge isn't enough. Yeah, I'm, two ki- man is. I'm kind of the but same. But I'd love to row the Atlantic. Yeah, but people that would love. Kind of shit, people know? want to follow you. People don't want to wait until you're famous to fucking start following I know, you. Like, people I know. want to, be, and that's the beauty of social media that you get to be there from the ground up. Like again, even with this, um, with this podcast, 
I could have not uploaded anything for another six months and, you know, got the logo sorted, got the branding sorted, maybe got a couple of sponsors, maybe gotten better recording equipment and been better at using the the recording equipment, maybe rent out a studio or something. There's loads of, there's loads of things that I, I could have done and do intend to do. But I like the idea of kind of bringing people with me on the journey. Yeah. So I like the idea, let's say this time next year when I have X thousand people regularly listening, I like the idea of them being able to say, no, I, 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 when I started listening to we him, it was love, off his first page. We all love that. Though. We, we love that with every musician. I was listening to him long before he was No famous. one likes them when they're famous. No. And that's what I mean. People did now is when you should have it fucking set. Well, fucking last year or two years ago is when you should have set it up. Yeah. But, you know, what do they say? The best time to plant an oak tree is 100 years ago. And yeah, the second yeah, best yeah. time is today. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would urge you to pull your finger out and <laughs> set up a little page. And again, it doesn't have to be all bells and whistles. The, the more bare bones it is. Yeah the kind of the best and this podcast could be the first thing that you share in it do you know that kind of way yeah, like, yeah, yeah. involve people in the story um, another thing that I think is incumbent on people like you to do is to like you are leading by example but nobody knows so you're not inspiring some young lad out there to do anything or some old lad or woman for that yeah. matter to do anything if you're not out there to be kind of discovered do you know that kind of way yeah yeah I yeah, I suppose. No, I like I know where you come from, and I know I, I should do it. But I suppose I'm, it's not what I'm after, nor have I ever been. And um, channeling it through the shop page has just been amazing, you know. Oh yeah, no, and, and, but and like, sure I know I can I can channel through all of them, you know. Yeah, simultaneously. So what the 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 shop page on the off chance it hasn't been mentioned and we don't get to it is spun cycles and spun run. So if I'm on Facebook... Just Spun Cycles. And spun Cycles yeah. and up it'll come. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, another thing you've reminded me of is when I... Like, my background is... Uh, my professional background is in sales. And I got to a point in my career where I had a decade of experience and I wanted to go out on my own, so I set up a, a website. And I struggled with what, you're, what I think you're kind of going through at the minute. The website is franmckeown.ie and even... You know, maybe it's an Irish thing of having a website, your own yeah, name. But you're a dick. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I str- I struggled with that a long for a long time before I actually let it go live. And like, there's fucking photos of me up, you know, speaking at different events and yeah. shaking hands and you know, kind of publicity stuff and the fucking cringing that I did <laughs> and still do over that website that's still live. Um, it was awful, but. I I kind of had to get over myself. Do you yeah, know that kind of way? Yeah. It, w- it was it was a necessary step, and even with this podcast, I'd say about a year ago, I recorded like a thirty second thought that I had, and I sent it to a friend of mine. And then you know, a month later, I recorded like a minute long soundbite and sent it to a friend of mine. Mm. And you know, a month or two later, I had a friend of mine over, and we chatted for half an hour, and we recorded it on the phone. And then, you know, another month later, and it was all incremental steps getting yeah, to the yeah. point. And it's still progressing as it is now. So I I would implore you to get the get the finger out and get the get the page up. Right. But getting back to what you so nonchalantly called a DECA Ironman, as if that's something normal that people know about. What's an Ironman again? Just go through the, the it's distances. A three point nine K swim, hundred and eighty K bike and a marathon. Okay, so just 
that, that again, three three point what? Nine. Three point nine yeah. kilometer swim. Yeah. The run is oh sorry, the cycle is hundred and eighty K bike. hundred and eighty kilometers. Yep. And then to top Mar- it all off forty two K marathon at the end. So just a, a marathon just to, to top yeah. it off. That sounds so and is kind of the average ridiculous. is I don't know. The average Ironman is probably fourteen hours. Thirteen, fourteen hours. And no, that's average by what, an athlete standard of, or well, of you have to be like an athlete the average to do it. Of, Yeah. Like the cut off is eighteen hours or something, do you know. Okay. Um and then a deck of Ironman is It's ten Ironmans in ten days. The same Ironman, the same location, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Or where are you there's, planning there's, on this? There's two of them. There's one in England, and it's ten Ironmans in ten days. So you wake up, do your Ironman, crawl into a tent or wherever, and wake up the next day and do another Ironman, and so on and so forth for ten days. But there's another one in Mexico finished last week, and a kind of a hero buddy of mine is Frank Fumic. He's a, he's an American, and he's just. He's attempting Ram solo. He, he attempted last year, didn't finish it. Uh, attempted it next next year. He's climbed like six to seven highest peaks. He's done he, just mad stuff. But he did a deca in Mexico. But the swim was in one go. So what's that? Thirty three hundred ninety k swim. In one go. That's not right. Is it three three hundred ninety? Sorry, no, sorry, sorry, 39. Yeah, it's only 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 39 yeah. kilometres. Swim, swim. non-stop, <laughs> in a pool. It, oh, fuck. Yeah. Jesus, how many lengths yeah. in a pool is that? And then the bike was 1,800 kilometre bike. Okay. Non-stop. Yes. And then 420 kilometre run, non-stop. So that's the other decade to do. And what's your preference? Which is harder? I don't know. To be honest, I I was looking at it. The one in England, ten days, ten, ten races, ten days. It's ten days of not being in work. It's ten days of riding my bike, enjoying myself. That's the best you can do. It's absolute hell, but it's still ten days of doing stuff you like. You're supposedly like to do. Yeah. But it's on a track. But Frank's the one he did in Mexico. I was following him on it, so it's in a pool swim. He was very very sick in the pool. Um, but the bike course, I think, is like a 4.4 mile loop. And he just... Oh, endlessly goes round it. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. And the, bike, uh, the run is a 1.2 mile loop. And he had to do 260 miles. So, so you're just lapping that so endlessly. It, it's not even... Yeah, I, I just don't think, even though it's in Mexico, I just don't think... I think doing the 10... Is really doing ten as such, do you know? Yeah, in yeah, England, no, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd be going for the English one, I'd say. Plus, um, there's a fella from Ireland won it this year, and I think two Irish people have done it before. So I want to have done the deckers before. Yeah, yeah. I think two Irish people have done it before, and and both of them have won it. Like, what kind of training can you do for for that? Like, see, or do you get yourself to a certain amount of fitness and then yeah, you can kind see, of do this, anything? This is the other side of it. Like, I, I've, I've two businesses, soon to be three. I've a young family. I, I'll never be the fittest I can be. I, I'll never reach peak because I've fucking, you know, by the time I get to go training, I've done 10 hours work or, you know, yeah, yeah. been up at 
four in the morning feeding the child. Like, I, I can't do that unless I walk away from my family and my businesses. So, well, you can get someone to run your businesses. Yeah, I maybe can. not your family. Well. <laughs> we'll figure that out but no no you can't either but like I, I, I know myself I'll never reach peak peak but I promised myself two years ago that I'll get to a level of fitness where I can do anything when I decide to do it so if I if somebody said if you said mom we'll run a marathon yeah I, I'll fucking die my way around it but I'll do it yeah I'll do it this evening Um, went up to Donegal last weekend to do an adventure race and it was fucking hell it was only a 78k race but That's it was all. four bikes four runs but two of the runs were mountains and they were climbs like they were grabbing moss pulling yourself up yeah, swinging yeah. your leg over um, I went up there horribly unfit and I am terribly unfit at the minute I can't stay at the fucking pub um, but I came second in it so I like I, I'm at a stage where yeah I wasn't fit going up there nowhere near peak but I can still do it. I can still race it. Yeah. Do you know, um, if I go up to Sleeve Donard tomorrow and do the 18k mountain loop, I can do it. Do you know, so I promised myself two years ago that I'd get to a level of fitness where I can do any race, any time I decide. Yeah. And I'm nearly at that. By the time March comes along, I'll be back to that and I'll maintain that for, for, for forever, hopefully. And what type of training do you need to do in order to get to that peak? Like, I look at, let's even take the likes of myself. Um, you know, relatively fit, ran the marathon there last weekend. I've done triathlon. I, I you know, fought for years. Uh, would go running pretty much every day. But again, only between maybe 5 and 10k a day runs. Yeah. Um, relatively fast. <laughs> like my 5k time would be uh, 20 minutes. My 10k time would be a 45 minutes there thereabouts so okay I'm, I'm probably fitter than average than the average Joe but I'm not very fit or very fast by fit people's standards so from for someone like me to get to your level like what kind of training are you looking at doing what type of time commitment or it depends what races you want to do but like at the minute I'm only kind of starting back at it but it's probably about 15 hours a week 14, 15 hours a week. Well, it isn't too bad. Like for the likes of myself now, because I'm similar to you, I work for myself, so I can I can squeeze in two hours a day to do something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone can, but some of them choose not to. Yeah, well, I, I heard a great one there recently. Um, I don't have time is the adult's equivalent of the dog ate my homework. And it's so true, and yeah. I think people, people with kids get this. If you... As soon as you have a kid, one thing that you realise is the amount of time that you used to have. The spare time, yeah. So when yeah. people who have either a kid or kids hear someone without kids saying that they don't have the time, it's yeah, yeah, an yeah. automatic eye roll, or you yeah. don't know shit, yeah, lad. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, though, you have one kid, you've no time. If that one kid was twins, one of them wouldn't starve or die of neglect. You'd find the time to look after yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. if you had four kids... <clears throat> If you had quads, you'd find the fucking time to look oh, after them too. Yeah, like it's yeah. not as if the, you know, the, one of them would die off or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Well, that, that you just—that's when you buy a treadmill or something, and yeah, when they're in bed, you jump on it. Like, like a lot of the training, like it, it really has. I kind of I knew obviously Harry arriving the child it would change everything, but it has kind of. We're still just trying to find our. He's only four months. We're still trying to find the kind of balance between. Look, I need to go training, but I'm still afraid to say that because yes. it's like eh, it's your fucking son, Joe. You know, but she does know soon enough. I'm gonna have to. 
we need to just work out a bit of a route. Like, right, I'll feed him this time because I'm gone then. I'm, you know, I need to get out while, while the last four months, it's, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll run tomorrow or I'll, I'll look, no, I'll, I'll leave the bike today and I can't do that with the plans I have ahead, so. You can't do it with the plans you, ha- you, you have ahead and even if you scale back or decided that you weren't going to do anything, and oh, you I'll just scale kind of back stop. And work before I scale back on this. But, but, but you see, that's the thing. If for whatever reason you had to scale back on your training, you wouldn't be you. You'd be a grumpy version well, of you. Well, that's the other. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be worth living with if I had to stop doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had the conversation with her dad uh, last week, and I was kind of thinking, if I put all this energy into work, jeez, I'd be fucking loaded. And he said, no, this is what you do. This is your thing. You, know, th- you have to keep doing it. So. And what's the step in getting sponsored? Or like, I don't need to be sponsored. I don't need to be sponsored. I, uh, nobody will sponsor me. You say you say not yet though, but you presumably would like to be a full time professional oh, athlete. Oh, it'd be amazing! It'd be amazing. But but that you know that that'll happen if you try. If you try for it to happen, yeah. I don't think those things kind of fall on your myself. lap. Uh, well, you possibly could. I'm yeah. sure you can. Yeah. I'm sure you do. Do you? Yeah, the shop kind of covers the well. Only this year. No, sorry, for next year's races, it's kind of covering the ra- uh, the, the cost of race, the, the entry to the races. And on the races, is there prize money involved in any of these, or was there anything yeah. for finishing the race across America? Uh, no, just a little medal. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little medal. And the races typically, is it, is it prestige, or is it, is it, like, what are people paying, what are sponsors paying for? The eyeballs on the races, like... yeah. Yeah, it's logo space. Okay. On 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 the TV. Yeah. And is there typical like Red Bull is obviously the one that kind of springs to mind, but is there other guys or? <clears throat> it's anything really. Right. Anybody anything. anybody looking to get their name yeah, out yeah. there to a yeah. a certain audience. Yeah. yeah. Um. Red Bull are great for all the the mad stuff though. They, okay, they so seem they don't to sponsor do... everything like. Do you know? Yeah. And do, was there much sponsorship going on over in Race Across America? Was it everyone? Yeah. Yeah, and I, were you up against like professional teams? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and you came fourth out of everyone. Yeah. Without being a professional team. Yeah. Declan is he should have came second. <laughs> <laughs> um, we finished. For, yeah. Um, the two, the two man team that won it had done Ram Solo before, so they're just like it's a full time job, um, and the two two man teams ahead of us, both two mans had two man roads the Atlantic against each other a couple of years previous so they're full like they have their own website on their name their full time job is adventuring yes and racing so they're all professional athletes as such not cyclists but athletes and they rode and sorry you, you would consider yourself a, a professional or no a, not a professional but you consider yourself an athlete as opposed to a cyclist yeah because I, I do a lot of the running side of it and endurance cycling I, I'd be an endurance athlete Okay. Yeah. And outside of like everything we've mentioned is an all has been all um bike run swim. Is there a, is there a fourth or even a fifth? Well, uh, no. Unless I rode the Atlantic. And I think I could talk you into rowing the Atlantic. I definitely try and row the Atlantic. One hundred percent. No, it's it's the race, like it's the Talisker whiskey. Atlantic row. Don't know the it's, first thing about it. Didn't know it existed. Yeah. So what is it if you're thinking of doing it? You can do it solo, two man, four man, eight man. Okay. Like Ram. And it's the same distance as Ram. It's the same distance from Ireland <laughs> to New York as it is from New York to 
to Oceanside. So, so yeah, so to put that into perspective <coughs> for people, when you cycled, you know, the environment across into America. I had uh, months ago and I thought about this. Who, sorry? You. Yeah, you, I'd be all over something to, like that. To, to, to oh, yeah, to But you're, you're out there for two, three months. Okay, I don't know if I get uh, no the time off with the with the, with the department. <laughs> 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 She'd have to wait on that one. It takes two months to actually do it. Yeah, I think it takes three months to solos, yeah. Fuck, okay. And you only see people, I think twice throughout the whole race, a support boat will swing by and just say, you okay. And presumably you have some sort of directional um, yeah, equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fairly well kitted out uh, boats. But like what's the cost associated with, with the canoe itself? Or <clears throat> is it a canoe or what is it? No, it's a, it's a big boat. Oh, like a fucking like no, a small no. yacht type thing. No, well, it's, it's a row. Like it's rowing. It's okay, not so sailing, it is rowing. rowing yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's no sail involved. The size okay. of car. Right. What like what kind of cost are you talking about? Something like that. I don't know. Ballpark. Like, is it a fucking five hundred euro or fifty grand? Fifty or grand. I'd say. Fifty. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Presumably, all your not all your training. Presumably, you could do a lot of training for that on a like a rowing machine. Yeah. But yeah. certainly there'd have to be an element of maybe you doing a day or two stint here and there yeah. in training. Yeah. See, it's the time commitment for something like that. But fucking pay it back if you want to involve me in something <laughs> for fuck's sake. Like. No, yeah, I always have to keep going bigger. <laughs> and like, where, where does it end? Like, um, like, like what, everything that you've mentioned has been kind of doable given your, your kind of past. Yeah. So what's the real aspirational stuff? Is it to do a race across America again, only like in a record time, or is it over and back? Well, I want to get America? in. I want to get into the solo endurance. Okay. So race around Ireland solo would be the the starting point of it. Okay. Um, that's Europe's toughest. So. And what does it take people to do that, time wise? Like. Uh, five days, six days. And like, how does sleep work in that, or does it, or it doesn't really? Can it? Maybe but you can't. Can maybe you stay away three hours a day? Okay, and it, like, like logistically, is there you know, B and Bs dotted around no, the area? No, car follows behind. Okay, so you've your car. Yeah. Okay, so it's the back of the car. That same crew set up as Ram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, unsupported. Then is there other runs or races that you would like to do? Like the. Like the Marathon de Sables and all that, like the, the, in the you Sahara. Say, like you say and all that, but that, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm sure it doesn't mean anything to anyone listening. What right, is that? It's a, it's a, it's an ultra run in the, in the Sahara Desert over a few days. But I'm kind of trying, I'm trying to find things that not many have done. Okay. That's what I want, you know? Yeah, yeah to, and do, then, to be the first to do something, not the fastest. And, yeah, and then like, I kind of, I do a race... And then people I know sign up for the next year. I don't want to do that race. Yes. I, I'm got, uh, Joe. Yeah, on to the next thing. Yeah. No, yeah. that's kind of cool. If I can do it backwards. Joe, some t- I just, uh, this is what I'm doing. I, I'm, I, 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 I said if I do the DECA, I'd, I'd love to write a book. I'd love to write a book about the whole thing. So you do the DECA, channels with him, and then I can write about the Ironmans, I can write about Ram, I can write about Race Around Ireland, I can, the race, I can do all that. Yeah. But the name of the book is Chasing Break, Chasing Breaking. Okay. That's why I do it. I, I sound like a fucking dick, but I'm trying to find my breaking point in every race I do. But I hope I never find it. 
because I've never I've never not finished a race. And maybe that's why maybe that's why I'm getting so far ahead of myself. And people say you, you learn more from failure than you do from. But I've never not finished a race, so I'm always chasing breaking. But what, what what's breaking? Like you're gonna that I just pull your hamstring and can't finish. No, that or? I walk away. That I just throw in the towel and say fuck this shit. I'm done. Which I do at every single race I do. But I've never not. I've never actually pulled out. Yeah, the, the towel has been in yeah, the head injury. Much. You you can't deal with that. That's that's part of it. But something that. I'm either too afraid to do or make a pathetic attempt at completing. That's finding your breaking point. But I hope I never find it. But it's going to cost me a fucking fortune or it's going to cost me death. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, chasing breaking. Chasing breaking. Patent pending. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to fucking copyright that one. Yeah. It's a great name, actually. I think it's class. Um, It could be a great name for your Facebook page. Chasing breaking. So, or you know, a subtitle maybe, you know, yeah. Graham Gray Mac and Athlete <coughs> Chasing Breaking. It could be your, your slogo. Yeah. Uh, t shirts, mugs, and <laughs> shirts coming soon, folks. <laughs> Chasingbreaking.ie. Yeah. 20% to friend the cure. <laughs> <laughs> use, the, use the code word off the lead for us. What, what, what's the spun uh, discount? 75%? 75. Yeah. <laughs> you have to build it yourself, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, man, you have to fucking scoot off, unfortunately, and get back to work. So, fun these races. Absolute pleasure talking to you. Thanks a million. When are you coming back? We'll get you back after another race at least. I can come back after the race, Donegal. That's what, in March? Yeah. I signed up last night for um, the Art O'Neill. Uh, I don't know much about him, but he, he, he escaped Dublin Castle and ran 50 miles to Enniscary I think oh is it across the, the mountains yeah that? and it's an unsupported race 50k run and I signed up for it last night it was very very hard to get into so I'm hoping I get into it and apparently he was like <clears throat> 500 feet from the house he needed to get to and he dropped dead fuck yeah um, so hopefully I get into that that's in January and what's that you say hopefully is that a lottery it, yeah or? yeah yeah a load of people enter it okay <laughs> and it's purely to raise funds for the Mountain Rescue. And when is it? Um, 5th of January, something. Right, deadly. I might just go ahead and stick my name down for the crack, if yeah, nothing else. Yeah. Uh, Art O'Neill Challenge. It's on Facebook. Right, cool. Yeah. I'll definitely look yeah. that up. Because like, I think there's only is there 50 or 70 places and like five or 600 lenters. Okay. Uh, but it'd be class. be deadly. And, is and it it's not one of those things where you like you take off in a marathon and you burst your bollocks. Like there's a lot of walking because it's mountains and it's navigation and you know it's freezing your bollocks off because it starts and I think it starts at midnight. Yeah, no, I like that element of class. class. That's one thing I don't like about the the road running. It's a bit ah, uh, it's just monotonous. Or it's, it's I don't know. Follow this, 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 this. Well, I don't, I don't run on the roads. I only run in Dalgan or Tara. Okay. Or up a mountain. You know, I'm not sticking to heart rate. I, I'm just running because I like to run. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the way people should because they get so bogged down in marathons and times and what their neighbours are looking at their times and club mates and you just fuck off up a mountain with yourself and enjoy it. Yeah, well, that's what drew me to. to <clears throat> fight. That's why I don't think I'll ever do a marathon. I, I just a mar- I've done one, but at it's the at the end, end of, of a two hundred and fifty k race. Yeah, yeah. But I have no interest in ever doing a marathon. It just doesn't. It just. We see. It might have made more I sense. I can run around the city anytime. It might have made more sense if I started at a marathon. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. if you but hadn't now, run a marathon now, years I just, ago, I don't. I have no interest in that. 
yeah, but yeah. Uh, so hopefully get into that. But um, no, yeah, come back after the race, then you go. Yeah, savage. And we'll yeah. have uh, we'll have a bit of chat with that. Hopefully, we'll have raced together at some stage, which will uh, which will be cool. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So just Graham Mackin on Facebook. No, sorry, Spun Cycles on Facebook. Spun Cycles and Spun Run. Just if that, that's where kind of I put all the updates and and, and race fixtures and stuff and uh, blogs, a couple of blogs and shit. And that's where you'll put up the link to your new dedicated uh, athlete page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a picture of me holding me schlong. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> listen, man, absolute pleasure. Uh, can't wait to have you on Cheers, again. Dude. Thanks again. Thanks, Cheers. Cheers.